0: and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. Today, I'm going to address the issue of communication. Uh, So something that I get asked a lot about is that what do you find is a common denominator of failure? And let me tell you very quickly, the common denominator of failure is poor communication. Anytime anything goes wrong, it's communication that's at the heart of why. And um, today, I just want to give a couple of easy steps and tips on how I um, always tackle communication. And of course, I'm always in, well, often I'm in a position that I'm doing a lot of the talking. So over the years, I've learned that um you know, Obviously, a lot of leaders are expected to communicate a lot. They're asked a lot of questions. They're always uh, often surrounded by people that they need to lead. So they get into this habit of um, constantly communicating. Uh, and let me tell you right off the bat, something that most people wouldn't know about me or presume is that I'm very extroverted around people I know and, of course, family and friends. However, in a room full of new people, I'm quite introverted. So I'm not the one that walks in the room and says, hey, I've arrived. Uh, One would think that's strange with a public profile. However, it is the case. I'm the person that will actually walk in and sort of go around the edges of the room and find a nice quiet spot, sit back and observe. Because my communication style in that scenario is much more introverted, whereas obviously when I'm leading, when I'm giving a presentation, when I'm speaking, running a workshop, or when I'm having fun with friends and relatives, my communication style is a lot more extroverted. Just something, that, um, something, I suppose, message in that is that we all need to know how we are, when we communicate, uh, what type of communication, and how we, we often um, come across to other people. Let's get straight into it with communicating with others, some tips and tricks that I find use, And these really are just simple little things that I go through. And number one is I really listen. You know, a lot of us do a lot of talking, and I'm in a position where, again, I need to do a lot of talking. However, when I'm listening, I'm listening. And people will often comment that um, I'm a good listener. And when I ask them, why do you think I'm a good listener? The thing that comes back is that you're attentive, your eye contact. I've, I'm not scouting the room. I'm not looking around. I'm not looking bored. I really, really am listening. And I'm coming back with, you know, in, with for clarification, all the rest of it. So number one is always make sure that you are really listening and make sure that the person or people feel that you are really listening. Number two, I often see this happen a lot is that people will listen and then they'll start beating their friends up or they'll start giving them bad advice or, or they'll you know they'll be judgmental so what I really say is don't beat the person up you know at times that can be difficult uh, however really make the person feel supported so number two is all about coming next to the person about you know really understanding making them feel comfortable of course you've got to be authentic you you know no one's asking to be fake because nobody wants fake but as difficult as it can be at times, is certainly don't beat them up. Leave the judgment and make sure that you are really listening with open ears, without judgment, and with understanding. So number two is all about being understanding. Make sure that you're standing there beside that person, making them feel that you understand. Number three is don't give unwanted advice. Something I often talk about uh, is I'll ask people, um, do you really, what type of advice do you want? Do you want my opinion? Do you want my assessment? But I do ask whether they want the advice because not everybody wants advice. And something I've learned over the years is sometimes people just want somebody to listen to and somebody to feel compassion understand, but not necessarily want advice. So once you've listened, Once you come from um, a a position of being beside that person and not judging them or beating them up as such, ask whether they want advice. So make sure you're not giving unwanted advice. Number four is always check your tone and body language. And this is something I've been caught out in the past where you think that you're listening and you're being kind and you're being gentle. However, your face is telling a different story or your body language is telling a different story. I've got a crazy thing that I do when I'm listening is that I'm actually visualizing what's going on. So at times people think, well hang on, is he paying attention? Because I could be looking up and what I'm really doing is I'm seeing, you know, eight screens and then six screens and then four screens and dropping down until I have an answer. So what I do now is I actually explain that to the person. I say, look, I am listening. I'm just visualizing what you're telling me and I'm making a mental Page map of it to come down to give you an answer. So I'm explaining to them what I do, so you know that they understand that my body language is not coming from a position of being disinterested. Number five is keep it real, authenticity. One of my number one values, and this is something hard. You know, we, we normally get caught in cliches. It'll be okay. No, it's not your fault. I try and stay away from the cliches and keep it authentic. Keep it real. If, if I'm in a position where someone's telling me something that I don't believe is, is um, you know, that they're right or they feel, I navigate accordingly. I don't give bad advice. I'd rather give no advice. I constantly ask that question. So these, these tips all work alongside of each other. One, really listen. Two, make sure you come from a position of being beside them. Three, don't give unwanted advice. Four, always check your body language and tone. And five, be authentic, which obviously is a combination of the above as well. And number six, remember, it's not about you and we all do it. We always take things personally. Um, our initial reaction will always be personal. That's probably innate in all of us. And I think the, the key here is to be conscious that you're constantly reminding yourself that it's not about you. It's the person that is speaking and it's their forum. They're holding the forum and you're there to add value to them. Uh, so one of the tips I always do from the start, is that I always sort of set boundaries. I set parameters and boundaries up from the start. So is what you're telling me confidential? Is what you're telling me something you want me to just listen to or is it something that you want me to give advice on? So normally setting and what they call framing the conversation up from the start works best. So the ability to frame it also sets expectations. What is it that you want to achieve from this discussion? What is it that you want to achieve from this conversation? So that you're setting the boundaries, you're setting the framework, um, and you're making sure that, you know, you're getting something from it, that they're getting something from it. This is the way that communication always works best. Now, remember, this is not just about communication when it's friends one-on-one. This is also about business. When you're pitching for business, are you really listening to what the business owner needs? Are you coming from a position beside them or judging them for what they're doing? Are you giving them advice that they don't want about their business? Is your tone and body language, you know, one of arrogance or rudeness or disinterest? You know, are you in five, are you, are you keeping it real? Are you making promises that you can't, can't keep, you know, and six, remember that you're there to be in service to them. It's not about you. It's not about your business. It's about how you can be in service to them. So, you know, this is not just about the friendship discussion. This is also about the professional and also take it one step further. It's also about how you communicate with yourself. You know, are you really listening to yourself? Are you listening to your body? Are you listening to what your mind is saying? You know, are you beating yourself up, which you shouldn't be? Are you giving yourself unwanted advice or advice that's not right? You know, your own tone and body language, what's it doing? Are you being real and authentic to yourself? And, of course, six, well, it is all about you. It's the one that doesn't apply. But, you know, these are some of the tips and tricks that I've used and still use, and, of course, everyone's got their own. I'm happy for you to share them on the Facebook page when you've listened to this. Share what your tips are in communication what's worked for you what hasn't uh, because everyone's got a different style but the most important thing is that it's all about you it's all about being the best that you can be again as usual thank you for listening go out and remember that people's limitations are often self-imposed and remember that the common denominator of failure is poor communication so go out and try and be the best communicator you can possibly be as always thank you for listening this is phil de bella and you're listening to flashcast on tvb